We are back for another Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am Tyler Rowland here with my co-host Alex Clancy. We are going to be discussing Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, their situation. There are two different avenues I'm going to lay out. Which direction would you go? And also, it's franchise tag season in the NFL. Time to talk about franchise tag candidates and how teams should operate with those players. All of that and more on a Thursday episode of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another Thursday episode of the Locked On NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day. It's Thursday, so you've got me, Tyler Rowland, daily host of Locked On Titans. You've got Alex Clancy, the daily host, one of, of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. Thank you for making the Locked On NFL show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Now, it is franchise tag season. In the NFL, the window for teams to place the franchise tag on their free agents started on the 22nd of February, and the deadline will be March 8th, so a lot of decisions need to be made about some key players. We got about 10 guys who could potentially get the franchise tag during this time span. We're going to go over whether we would franchise tag them, you know, guys who maybe you'd give them a long-term deal, or maybe you just let them walk and see what they can get on the free agent market. So me and Alex are going to dive into that now. And obviously, Alex, the biggest name of all the names is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams coming from the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers situation up in the air. If you were Green Bay, Alex, would you tag Devontae Adams? Uh, would you try to give him a long-term deal? Would you let him walk? How would you proceed? That's a tough one. I mean, because how much of it is predicated upon his happiness and Aaron Rodgers? You know, like... Absolutely. And that kind of sets Bay. up our discussion at the end. Yeah, right. I mean, the interesting part about this is, for Green Bay, you try to give him as much money for as many years as possible. Now, I don't know if he's going to want that. So, if you franchise... So, with Devontae Adams, and we're not going to get in depth with the other ones as much as this, but it's like, do you try and trade Devontae Adams instead of franchise tagging him? If you know if you know you're only going to get him for one year, you could get a first and a second and a player for Devontae Adams right now. Would that right. be more beneficial for their future? I think it would be than him playing unhappily for 20 plus million dollars for one year and then walking on his own next year. So if I were Green Bay, I would not franchise tag him. I would extend him or I would trade him. I'm not franchise tagging him. Yeah, I, I think that the best move for Green Bay, I agree with you, is to extend him long term. But one thing I will say, if they get inclination from Aaron Rodgers that he's not going to come back or that he still wants a trade, which all signs point to Aaron Rodgers wanting to come back to Green Bay, if they think for a second that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to come back, I would consider using the franchise tag just to give you time to work out a deal or give you time mm. to work out a trade as well. That's just one one option that they would have. But I agree with you that the best option for them is long-term because even if Aaron Rodgers leaves or retires or still wants a trade, you need to make your offense suitable 
for your rookie quarter, or not rookie now, but your young quarterback on a rookie deal in Jordan Love. You got MVS, Lazard, Cobb, all these other, nobody's matching Devontae Adams. So I think the best move, I agree with you, is to lock him down long-term. The next guy, and he heard some rumblings, he might get a long-term deal soon. I think it would be deserved, but it's Jesse Bates, the safety from the Bengals. Had kind of a down year in 2021 in the regular season, but really made plays for them, big-time plays in the playoffs. If it were me, I'm the Bengals. I have cap space. I'm franchise tagging him no matter what, especially with the down year he had in 2021. Yeah, you'd love to knock out a long-term deal. Obviously, they'd love to do that. But if I'm looking at letting him walk or using the franchise tag, I'm franchise tagging Jesse Bates, making sure that we keep him around for one more season and see what happens there. Yeah, agreed. Um, the dude hasn't made any money yet. So this right. isn't like something where it's like Devontae Adams, where it's like, we're going to hold you hostage, even though you've made some money as a wide receiver. I think Jesse Bates is only gonna he's only made like $5 million since he's coming to the league. Yep. So he's Come, made he's like no money. Yeah, so when you have, have the option of over $10 million for a year, that's something where it's like, he's not going to be pissed off. He's going to get paid. And if he produces, that'll either, as you mentioned, like, and I know the wrinkle is, you know, you franchise tag and then work out a deal, you know, but if that's not the case, yeah, franchise tag him. And then if he puts up 80% or 90% of what he did this past season, you want to keep as many people in that of that puzzle together. Because they're yes. young, they're exciting, mm -hmm. and the best thing for a good offense is a good defense, and you want that cohesion <laughs> yeah. to stay as tightly knit as possible so you don't necessarily have mm -hmm. a Carlos Dunlap situation or something like that. So I would definitely franchise right. tag him and then, you know, see him perform and then move on from there after next year. Yeah, either way, you got to keep him around. And that leads us to uh, the last guy that I want to talk about in our first segment here, and it's a guy who... I happen to cover on a daily basis, and that is edge rusher Harold Landry from the Tennessee Titans coming off his most productive season, his fourth season in the league. He had 12 sacks, a ton of quarterback pressures, one of the best edge rushers in the league last year. But there are some people who say that some of those sacks were empty calories. They were cleanup sacks, doesn't have a lot of moves. Uh, drops back into coverage quite a bit too, so he's not just that pure elite pass rusher. Uh, I know that I think, the Titans should try to keep him around, but from an outside perspective, as someone who doesn't cover the team every day, what's your feeling on, on Harold Landry? I follow you on Twitter. What do you feel about, would you rather have Bud Dupree or Harold Landry? Would you rather it's have Harold the best pass rusher? I know. Follow oh, him like, at TikTok Titans if you want any productive. Titans news. Yeah, yeah, it's not even and, close to me if you're honest. Right, because Bud Dupree and, you know, when he was with Pittsburgh, it's like, oh, he's part of this conglomerate of players yes. with Devin with, with Devin Bush when he was healthy and like all these guys. I mean, football, it, Pittsburgh and defense are just synonymous with each other. And right. it, it, it's when you're a part of a group, you, everybody looks better when the group is great. Uh, he's not yes. TJ Watt, who's great on his own. Now, um, yeah, Harold Landry, from everything that you've seen from the tape that I've watched, you know obviously a lot better about this than I do, but he hopefully will retire a Tennessee Titan. I mean, that's the idea, isn't it? Yeah, so I sure, mean, when you, you want to draft a guy now, like that, yeah. So I mean, this is a this is very early in his journey. Hopefully, he has another you know seven, eight, nine years left. But yeah, I mean, keep him at all, at all counts. If that means franchise tag him, pay him up front, and then give him a contract after or extend him now, whatever. 
Yeah, I, I think the big point that, that I try to make is Harold Landry is more versatile than Bud Dupree. He's a better athlete in space, can drop back into coverage. Uh, he runs those loop stunts better and quicker. Uh, he's also more durable. He's only missed one game in his entire career when Bud Dupree has had a ton of major injuries. He's the younger player. I know stats aren't everything, but he's the more productive player if you look at sacks per season. He's already got more tackles than Bud Dupree, and he's played uh, three less seasons. So, to me, more productive. Younger, more durable, uh, a, a homegrown guy who you drafted and developed and has done everything you could ask for the team who's more versatile. It's a slam dunk. I know it's not black and white like that, but the Titans are going to have to decide between the two. And I think keeping Harold Landry on with a franchise tag at minimum is the right move to go if you can't get a long-term deal done. But we're going to continue having conversations about cap or about franchise tag candidates and people who you know may need to walk. I got some walks coming up for you guys that might not make every fan base happy. But before we get into that, I do want to tell you guys about betonline.net. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is full steam ahead, both pro and college hoops. So for all the latest odds, totals, and player performance props, go to betonline.net. Betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news. This season, and it's not just basketball, betonline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, even right to your Olympic coverage and information. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Sports. All right, Locked On NFL Thursday, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Tyler Rowland, Tic Tac Titans, Locked On Titans. Uh, thank you for making Locked On NFL your first and, um, you know, your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. Um, we're going to do this. So I'm going to lead off the second part, the second part of, the fran- of the franchise tag bonanza. Final segment, we're going to talk Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams. Pick one, let one go. I'm going to start here with a player that's actually been tied to the Arizona Cardinals in free agency, J.C. Jackson, Tyler, mm. cornerback, New England Patriots. The dude is has made a true name for himself. Stephon Gilmore is no longer with that organization. J.C. Right. Jackson seems to be the bell of the ball in the secondary for Bill Belichick-led defense. J.C. Jackson, mm-hmm. franchise tag, extend, let walk. Well, for me, if I'm the Patriots, I'm going to give him the franchise tag because all you know he had a really disruptive season in terms of ball production, seven interceptions. I think he was, uh, if not the lead uh, in the league, he was up there in terms of uh, pass breakups. So I would give him the tag because for the Patriots, their secondary is the strength of the team right now, especially the strength of the defense. I don't think they should disrupt that. And also, though, Uh, I think that the Patriots are going through a transition here and kind of changing the mold of their team. So Bill Belichick would know better than anybody whether J.C. Jackson is worth that money. And when you get a big ball production year, it's hard to kind of replicate that. Turnovers can be fickle. So if he does it again, you give him a huge contract. He's proved it. He's ready to go. But I don't think you dip your your toes in that water already. So I would probably franchise tag J.C. Jackson and kind of see how next year plays out. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Like, the thing is, and you mentioned the transition, very smart. It's like, they're going back to 2001 Tom Brady as quarterback. Defense first, 
run the ball, a couple reliable mm-hmm. receivers. And it'll be interesting to see what they do. Jonu Smith seemed to be the biggest bust free agent of all of last offseason with the oh, amount of money that they gave know. him. Yeah. Yeah. Who was well, telling well, you that? Oh, you know, you know, only me from Tennessee who called him overrated the whole time. That was insanity. Third highest paid tight end. Ugh, what are they doing? Follow him, follow him at Tic Tac Titans for all your Titans. And Jeez. previous previous Titan players news, obviously. Um Hunter, I mean, Hunter Henry was a great find, great red zone threat, but they've got a bunch of guys and they need a couple dudes. You know what I mean? Yes. And but yes. what we're looking at is the transitionary phase back to a rookie style. Run the ball first with Ron J. Stevenson mm-hmm. and Damian Harris, and James White will be back next year, and a very mm-hmm. strong defense. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm New England, like, I'm looking at bringing Stephon Gilmore back. I'm looking at keeping J.C. Jackson. Like, Stephon Gilmore is a year older now. He's yeah. cheaper now, comparatively speaking, to last year. So, I, I, I would keep J.C. Jackson in the red, gray, and blue, and white, whatever the hell their colors are in New England. <laughs> Yeah, it's all mixed up. Okay, moving forward, some quick hitters here. Mike Williams, wide receiver from the Chargers. I Usually all these guys who were saying tag them, pretty much were saying, yeah, go ahead and give them a long-term deal if you can. If you're willing to tag them, you can get the long-term deal. But this is one where I don't think they should give Mike Williams a long-term deal because of his injury history. Uh, he had his best season of his career last year. Uh, he was able to stay relatively healthy, but still. Dealt with some injuries. Because of those injury concerns, I would only tag Mike Williams and see if he does it for you again. I know that Keenan Allen isn't getting any younger. Uh, They do have cap space. But I I guess they need to improve the offensive line still. Make sure they have reinforcements on the defense. Tag Mike Williams. Don't give him a huge deal. Make him prove that he can stay healthy again. That's what I would do. Would you give him a long-term deal? Or or would you, you know, just tag him? Um, I would not give him a long-term deal. You know, yeah. that offense is going to be great with, with – I mean, he's pretty much turned into a one-trick kind of pony. He's a huge dude, but they use him yes. as the chunk play guy and not necessarily mm-hmm. as, as the possession possession receiver guy. Like, he was a little bit more at Clemson. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, he was bigger than everybody else. He made that ridiculous yeah. catch on the national championship game, even though they lost. Like, he needs – I think it's a lose-lose. Because I don't think he's the guy. He's not going to be right. the guy. Keenan Allen is the guy. But you also need yes. in this day and age a deep ball threat who can catch awkward, you know, in awkward forms, balls down the sideline when you need a chunk play. Um, franchise tagging will be very expensive. I know that, you know, they're in a transitionary phase defensively. So I would let him walk. It's going to be a hard one, but I would let him walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's crazy. I don't. Uh, Orlando Brown, the tackle from the Chiefs. For me, this is easy. Tag him, work out a long-term deal. You can't remake the offensive line again. And they gave up a first-round pick for the guy, and he turned into a pro bowler on the left side. I think this one's pretty easy. I I think they get a long-term deal done with Orlando Brown. So we'll go to this one that I think is pretty interesting. And Carlton Davis from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the cornerback. So he was awesome, and he deserves money. But Tampa Bay may be one season away from a full rebuild, from blowing it up. And I don't think you want to be paying a guy a ton of money in the secondary when you're in a rebuild phase of your franchise after Tom Brady has left you at the altar for retirement. So I know that it's risky, but I would just simply tag Carlton Davis, see how the season plays out, buy next offseason, decide where you want to go with the franchise, and then decide whether you want to give him a long-term deal because you're going to be competitive and need to have that solid cornerback. He's young, he's productive, I get it, but 
just with the direction of the franchise, I don't know if I'd be comfortable giving out any long-term deals. Yeah, and I don't know if I'd be if I if I'm him, I don't know if I'd want to get a long-term deal there. Like because yeah. it's it's going to be a sinking ship, as it were, Buccaneers. <laughs> but you know, but like Mike Evans, that's going to be another conversation they're going to have to have. Like, what's their trajectory? Do they want to go back to the creamsicle jerseys of winning two games a year, or do they want to try and keep this ship moving forward? Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be the determining factor. If you want him to be the cornerstone of your secondary, pay him now. Like, right. I don't know why. Like, it's going to be cheaper now than in the long run if he if he replicates what he did this year. So sure. I would I would probably extend him, even though you've only seen a glimpse at this point. I think it's mm-hmm. enough because you need as many pillars of that defense from young players. You have Devin White, Antoine Winfield's not going anywhere unless it's via trade. And if you can get your secondary in line with a cornerstone, I would just extend him now. Yeah, I even guess it's riskier than some that we've talked about already. If the defense is good enough, it can carry you through a transition phase and make it not right. rebuilding. Because you can rely on the defense. It makes sense. That's a tough one. All right, so what I want to do for the last three, they're all kind of lower-level players. I'm just going to throw their names out. I think every single one of these teams should let these guys walk for different reasons. Tell me if you disagree with any of them. Tight end Dalton Schultz from the Dallas Cowboys. Tight end Mike Gesicki from the Dolphins. And safety Marcus Williams from the Saints. Am I wrong on any of those? Do you see a tag in the future for any of those guys? No, because they're going to be way too expensive to keep after the franchise tags. You may as well let them walk. Tight ends, yes, especially. Because the Saints have terrible cap issues and they can't afford a long extension or even the number on the franchise tag. Dalton Schultz, I think they have too many weapons in Dallas. They're going to have to use that money elsewhere. And Mike Gesicki doesn't fit Mike Daniels, uh, Mike McDaniels' new system because he doesn't block. He's a wide receiver. He almost thought about applying to be a wide receiver when it comes to the franchise tag until he probably found out that they weren't going to use it anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> I, all three of those guys, let them walk. But we are going to move into our final part of our discussion today. Got a crazy scenario here that forces the Green Bay Packers to choose between Devontae Adams or quarterback Aaron Rodgers. So I can't wait to propose that question and see what Alex has to say. All right, folks. Well, we are going to cap off this Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. You're making the Locked On uh, Locked On Titans podcast. Look at that slip right there. Uh, Locked On NFL podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. As for your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. It's hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL defensive back Eric Crocker. They're breaking down the draft from not only the prospects that are available, but also looking at it from a front office side of a a point of view there. So just like the Locked On NFL podcast, you can find it on any platform and always free. But the final discussion that we are going to have today is a little, what would you do? Uh, Looking at it, Alex, for the Green Bay Packers, if you had the choice between keeping Devontae Adams, let's say on a long-term deal, and trading Aaron Rodgers, or simply getting back Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams walking out the door, what would you do? Are you bringing back Rodgers with no Adams, or are you trading Rodgers and bringing back Adams and riding with Jordan Love? Yuck. To both of them. Um, I know the conventional wisdom would be 
to bring back Devontae Adams? I would say Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, and, and the reason why is it's going to be less expensive in the long run, number one. Free agent magnet Aaron Rodgers is a lot easier you know, to add some, some ancillary wide receiver pieces than trying to bring a quarterback in or have Jordan Love try to replicate what Devontae Adams did with Aaron Rodgers, even at like 60% of a clip. So I'm still taking Aaron Rodgers because he's won MVP back-to-back, you know, and regardless of how much of a D-bag I think he is, I mean, I think that he'd be – the Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback without Devontae Adams, gives them a better chance to win than Devontae Adams without Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. So I'm taking the former rather than the latter. Okay. I mean, do you okay. agree with that? Or are you taking Devontae no. Adams? No, no, I, I don't agree. I'm going to take the Devontae Adams route, and here's why. You're going to get a good amount of picks for Aaron Rodgers. First-round pick probably will be included in there. So you're going to get a pretty good haul for Aaron Rodgers. Also, the goal at the end of this, no matter what, is to get Jordan Love out there at some point and see what he's got before his rookie deal expires because then if he's worth it you're just gonna have to pay him or you're gonna have to pay him in the blind either way Aaron Rodgers is right in that Brett Favre mode where he's gonna be tiptoeing around retirement every year not letting you know what he's doing until later in the offseason making your offseason cloudy and the thing is if Rodgers ever does leave abruptly you're gonna need some weapons there to help out Jordan Love he can't be thrown to what they have without Devontae Adams and have any success. That's not going to be productive for him. So for me, if I had to choose in this guillotine scenario, I'm going to trade Rodgers, get picks back, see what I got in Jordan Love, and to see what I got in Jordan Love, I am going to make sure that I have Devontae Adams out there to help him do it. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it, it is kind of a chicken-to-the-egg scenario here. I mean, it's really like, I get it. You know, and it, but if they were to trade Devontae Adams, they'd get somewhat of what they'd get for Aaron Rodgers. And you'd still have like Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon can win games with Aaron Rodgers. They'd have to touch the ball 40 times combined, but they can win games. They have enough pieces. Like if you asked Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers without Devontae Adams, how many teams would trade that offense for the one that they have? 10 with Aaron Rodgers yeah. leading it 12. Right. I mean, they'd still be a top 20 offense without Devontae Adams because of Aaron Rodgers. So right. that's why, right. and if you, and if you did the antithesis, if you did the opposite of that, I'm giving you Jordan love and the rest of that offense, that's a 25th best offense. So, I mean, that, I, that's why yeah. I think that the Aaron Rodgers staying, even if you don't get picks, Aaron Rodgers elevates that offense higher than most quarterbacks in the NFL. So that's why I take him. But I see I, the point. So, I see the other side. I, yeah, I I think we both have a point because I think your way of looking at it is how will the Packers be best this next year? You know, like you said, the offense would be better with Aaron Rodgers without Adams than it would be with Love with Adams most likely. But the year after that, maybe it, it Love and Adams is a you know a better option than Aaron Rodgers being retired and Adams being gone. Who knows? You know what I mean? I could see it. Both ways. But that's going to do it for our Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Put down in the comments, let us know on Twitter which route you would go with that Packers nightmare scenario. But that's going to do it for me, Tyler Rowland, my co-host, Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals. I do, of course, Locked On Titans, as I said earlier. Anyways, and you guys got that there. But that's going to do it for us. Make sure to check out the Friday Locked On NFL podcast as well. All of you guys, have a great day. Bye.